There you are. Hey, Brenda. Hi. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm awesome. It's, it's excellent to be here. Thanks for it's having me. So great to have you on. So you are my fourth speaker today. I've got like so much energy, like from today's conversations already with the three other speakers. I'm like so pumped for yours. Thank you. <laughs> I just love what I do. And I really appreciate the platform that you're offering today with this virtual summit. It's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, for everyone that's tuning in, um, well, Tanya is talking to us today about are we set up for retirement? And I was saying earlier, Tanya, like as women entrepreneurs, like maybe we, you know, made that transition, you know, out of a corporate environment, maybe we're midlife, maybe we've had some relationship gaps, like divorce, children growing up, children leaving. There's lots of things that could be happening to us at this stage in our life. And we're building our businesses, but have we thought about retirement? Not to add like another thing to our plate, but we got we to gotta think that way. And you and I have had like prudent conversations about where we see some of our clients and how they're set up and if they're not set up, what they could be doing. Um, so I thought it was important to bring you into the discussion this week, because just as much as we want to grow our businesses, we need to also be growing our wealth and making sure that we're set up for our future. Absolutely. I mean, when you talk about people who are in business, I really want to talk today about people who may need to start a business for mm -hmm. retirement. I mean, let's be real. Um, you know, Deloitte Canada came out with a retirement study just in November, and it was uh, specific to Canada. And there are approximately 3 million households that are near retirement, which is between the age of 55 and 64. And you know what? Only 14% of these households are actually in a position to retire with confidence, you know, not having to run out of money. So on the other spectrum, 31% of these 3 million households are in a very, very low state of retirement readiness. And then there's 55% in the middle who are probably going to have to downgrade their lifestyle just to live their current lifestyle in their later years. Mm -hmm. So what's the solution? The solution is to have an encore career. And obviously a lot of your uh, clients and the people in your community are currently in business or developing their business. But all of us have to think about how we're going to fund our retirement because we know that the government pension is not going to yeah. cut it so i want people to think earlier and you know in a in a more positive way as, as to what they can bring to the world which i call their genius zone and then monetize that as a career and we all have genius zones you know multiple genius zones and you can actually find them in four different areas one is in the area of health. The second is in the area of wealth. Third is in relationships. And the fourth is in your passions. So obviously passion, that's an easy thing to, to find a genius zone. So say for example, you love to play music, you know, you're an excellent uh, uh -huh. pianist. So that's something you could, you know, teach as a skill. When you think about health, like say for example, you know, you are a celiac and you've had to go through all of these, you know, lifestyle changes and research to understand that disease and how you can adapt. Well, that could be a genius zone that you can then help others. Um, in the area of wealth, of course, there's financial coaching. Mm -hmm. um, there's other areas. So this, you know, as a financial coach, this is my encore career and it's my genius zone that I developed over the last number of years. And then the fourth area is in relationships. So say, for example, you know, you um, have 
a child that had sleep challenges, you know, and you needed to learn how to, you know, put your baby to sleep. So uh, that would be uh, something you could teach others. And another one that actually was more recent is during COVID. You know, I had a good friend that had already been homeschooling her uh -huh. kids. And as you know, a lot of kids had to leave uh, their traditional school environments. And so she took up the opportunity to actually uh, create a group around how to homeschool your kids. So there's multiple ways of, you know, generating a genius zone, and that can then be a source of an encore career. I love it. So it's not just about like, you know, making, you know, being this entrepreneur, but it's also thinking about like, what's next for you, like as far as retirement and just as much as you might also, we've talked about this at, at different times too, growing your business. Do you need to be like adding on all these bells and whistles into your business? You need to be thinking about generating wealth from your business, not just, you know, okay, I've got to have like this course and this and this. So like a, a lot of times, Tanya and I have had past conversations too about refining your offers, you know, not stretching yourself so thin, making sure your business is profitable, what you're putting into your business, what you're taking out. So we'll go into like a lot of those topics today, but I also want to encourage people to ask their own questions. Because I, I love using Tanya's time for my own personal game benefit. <laughs> but it's also about everybody that's chiming in live. So, Tanya, before we get into talking about some of the points around retirement, do you mind if we just go behind the scenes a little bit into your business? Because we are talking with about entrepreneurship this week, and you are an entrepreneur. You already talked about you started your business based off of, well, one, I'd say your passion, but two, the wealth part. And he brought those two together so that you could create this spin smart model. I'm just curious about like your business right now. And you know, if you, if you were to go back in time to your newbie self, when you first started your business and you launched it, what, what advice would you give her based on what you know now today? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. You know, I got my, my accredited financial counselor designation literally two weeks before COVID hit. And I originally was going to go into the workplace because I come from a corporate background. So I was thinking, you know, financial wellness in the workplace, that's a great opportunity for me to be um, a financial coach. Well, that all changed. So I had to pivot into, you know, this one-on-one -on -one coaching model. And just as serendipity would have it, I got involved with, you know, a coach and that helped me zone in on how to build my business in that regard. So that is something that I recommend to others. And that's why I love working with you, Brenda. You know, if anyone is looking at starting a business, obviously check in with Brenda. She has an incredible community an incredible um, business that can support you. So I think working with someone who's already been down that road or someone who can give you guidance and accountability, that is a success factor. So I was lucky COVID kind of drew me to that, <laughs> to that uh, channel and I don't regret it at all. Yeah. I, I would echo that. Like you can try and do it on your own and absolutely through the history of entrepreneurship, people have, you know, done it on their own, hacked their way through it. And yet there are people now and, and plus with social media, you can find these people a lot more easily than, you know, looking through the yellow pages 20 years ago. So, you know, you can go online and you can find people that are really niching down into certain areas of specialty that might be relevant to your business. So go seek them out and get that advice and, and mentorship and coaching. Absolutely. Um, and then, What's one thing that you're doing this year to kind of grow your community? Well, Brenda, I've mentioned this in conversation before. I love public speaking. You know, I was, you know, in public relations in my corporate career. So I was always in on TV, radio, in front of audiences. So I do love sharing 
you know, knowledge, wisdom, inspiration. And so this year I'm really focusing on some public speaking opportunities and I'm doing some um, live events online that people can join to learn more about uh, becoming FinSmart. Um, and I'm, fo I'm focusing on two audiences. One is the young adults, of course. We know that the earlier you learn financial best practices, the more reward you will generate over your lifetime. But I'm also focusing on women because we are financially disadvantaged when it comes to generating wealth, you know, based on the factors of the wealth or the pay gap and the pink tax and of course caregiving responsibility. So that's what I'm really focusing on this year as to how, how I can have greater impact uh, through public speaking and, and getting onto different stages, um, including yours. I love it. And I was a loaded question <laughs> behind the scenes already. I want to tell like I'm asking that question of like every entrepreneur that's speaking this week because again it's just like ideas that we can share with our community about well what are we doing to generate new revenue sources or new um, areas of business for ourselves so let's get into this topic of FinSmart what is FinSmart let's like tell everybody what that is and why why is it important to be FinSmart well we are living in an affordability crisis uh, as I mentioned earlier most people most Canadians are not on track for retirement. Uh, we also know that housing affordability is not probably gonna get better anytime soon. So managing your money is equally important as to making money. So being FinSmart is when you are in a position to manage your money, make smart financial decisions, and live your best life based on your resources. And you know, I do consider financial health part of our overall health. And I am really advocating for people to take charge of their finances. So when you're fin smart, it's really about your relationship with money. It's how you think, feel and behave with your money. And of course, it's a, it represents a healthy, positive and productive relationship. So I love my brand because it's that active verb that, you know, is positive when it comes to your relationship with money. And we know a lot of people might have a traumatic relationship with money, a negative relationship or a, a scarcity relationship with money. FinSmart is the opposite of all of that. And so, you know, working through some of those even emotional triggers that you may have around money so that you can make those effective decisions, choices in your business, in your life. Absolutely. You know, most of our decisions are made with our subconscious mind mm -hmm. and that includes money, right? We're, we're driven by emotional, you know, decisions a lot of the time. So my goal is to kind of shift that more into the rational, logical brain. And it's also, it starts with the awareness. So when you're fin smart, you have full awareness of your finances, you know, across all elements, you know, whether it's your mortgage, uh, amortization period, you know, your, your interest payments, when your credit card is due, how much you've got coming out of your account, your net income, your net worth, all of these things will help you have a more conscious relationship with your money and therefore be more intentional. I think one of the most, um, the keys to being thin smart is to be intentional with your money, which means to align it with your values, mm -hmm. your goals, and also your life vision. I love it. Well, and this is why we like working together because a lot of talk about as far as starting your business, it's the same thing. It's like, where's your, you know, like you have to bring in your vision, your values. I was talking to a client the other day and they had um, personal values, five, 
company values four and i'm just like okay can we like like <laughs> streamline those a little bit because even when they were talking through their values they couldn't really give examples of how they were living their values day to day and how those values were playing out into their decision making into the choices they were making in their business and i'm like let's just really make it simple for you let's like pare these down let's come up with two to three get these into practice get these into motion so that it's it's easier for you to make a decision on what you need to be doing in your business so that's where i love you know when i talk with uh, Tanya is that there's a lot of like synergy between she talks about vision values in your life and then making financial decisions It's the same thing in your business. So if you're clear yeah. it makes it a lot easier um, I always say that being fin smart is being in alignment, right? It's not about austerity. You know a lot of people think when you're dealing with your money. Oh, I've got to be frugal I have to be tight on a budget. No, you don't you have to be in alignment and when you're in alignment with the things that are most important to you, that's when you'll feel a lot more freedom with your, with your finances. Yeah. And I think, you know, take a page from Tanya's Instagram, whether you follow her here on her FinSmart account, or you go over to her personal account, like you go away on vacations, you take trips, you go to like amazing places. You were in Africa <laughs> on a safari, I think last year, the year before, you know, like it's not about yeah austerity, which I, I love, like live your life. You've worked this hard. You've got all this great experience now, like, but be conscious about where you're putting your money and um, yeah. And, and recognize, you know, are you reacting to a situation or are you being in response to something that's aligned with your values? I love that. Um, now you talk about this encore career and especially for women, we need to be thinking about that. And like, just as a tagline, we were even talking about this yesterday with somebody else uh, in another conversation about how, you know, like, even throughout my whole entire corporate career, I always worked for entrepreneurs, very entrepreneurial environments. I think one time I didn't, I worked for a retail banking system, but you know, even then it was like, there's arms of it that were entrepreneurial, but nowhere did I have anyone sit down with me, a boss, a mentor, anybody sit down with me and say, you need to be thinking about an encore career. So what is that? And why do we need to be talking about that more with women? Well, women live longer lives. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, we typically will live five years longer than men. Um, we also are financially disadvantaged. So in retirement, we may need to supplement, you know, a pension or other source of income with an encore career. And the other piece of this, Brenda, is that, you know, retirement is not, not just one big holiday. Like that just doesn't exist. So how are you going to use your time? in your later years, you know, whether that is to earn money or just have a purpose in life. And so I consider, you know, your encore career as a passion, as a purpose, or, or as a profession that you choose to do in your middle or later years. The other re reason this is really important is, you know, technology is changing the world of work so fast. We don't know, you know, the impact of AI and all these other digital technologies. But what we, what I am seeing, is that, you know, midlife is becoming, you know, more redundant because you're not keeping up with the younger generation. So you know, there's a lot of people who are being retired, uh, not by choice, right. in their fifties. And so. Yeah. You know, you have this huge runway, like say from 55 to 75 of healthy, vibrant years. What are you going to do? And so I consider that your encore career. 
because you know you may need to establish a business just because you you can no longer be relevant in your previous career but also you may need to you know supplement your income as you age so that encore career is a concept i've been talking about for well over 10 years um and for some people it can also be a non-paid position like again if you are a retired you know tech executive you may want to you know create an encore career as a volunteer you know giving back uh, aligned with your expertise and strengths so it doesn't always have to be a paid but for most people they're going to need an additional source of income in their later years so I even think like when you're mentioning like 55 to 75 is like that's a still a huge runway in those 20 years where you can be contributing earning money and doing it the way you want to be doing it but, you know for someone who's maybe right now 35 45 this is the time to, you know, as you're building your corporate career, your experiences, and you're getting exposure to people, you know, maybe you're working with a vendor right now on a project inside your organization. Ask them how they started their business. How did they get into it? Like expose yourself to other entrepreneurs and just sort of see, okay, well, you know, I'm in this track, in this industry, in this profession. What are all the different avenues that I could do with it? Or to your earlier point, you know, what are the things that I'm really passionate about? Because I have a client, I, I use her all the, all the time as an example. She was an HR executive for like 30 years of her life. She used to make handbags on the side and give them away to friends and family at, you know, birthdays and Christmases. And, some, and people would say to her every year, you know, Deb, you should like, you know, sell these. These are amazing. Yeah. You know, again, around that sort of COVID time, she started reassessing some things and now she has her own business and she's left HR completely and she's operating her handmade bag business and she's loving it, right? Like she's doing her passion and she gets to be out in marketplaces, all the places that she likes to hang out, her customers are there and she's having a great time. So it doesn't have to be also in your profession, but I think like giving some thought to that, like don't disregard the fact that you're climbing the corporate ladder and you're having career conversations with your managers. I'm not going to say stop doing that, still do that. But also think about, I think to Tanya's point is that you are going to potentially yeah. need this, like us relying on our pension plan that we've been contributing to since we were 18 UI, like all these things, like it's not going to be enough. Yeah. It will like, we knew that right after the baby boomers, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah not going to be enough to sustain our lifestyle. So, right. So, I mean, just to go back to your example of a client who's doing these crafty things, you know, creating bags, you know, I like to think of your encore career as an opportunity to work without making it feel like, mm -hmm. work, you know? Um, and so that's why I talk about genius zone because we all have them. We all have multiple genius zones. And, you know, I mentioned earlier that these can be in different, um, you know, areas, but, if you want to evaluate which one you should pursue, you know, because again, you might be an expert at, you know, music, you might be um, an expert at finance or at uh, parenting or what have you. I like to advise people to validate their genius zone, you know, because we can't be all things, mm -hmm. but you can choose that one where it's a sweet spot. So there's four areas that I recommend you kind of evaluate and rate uh, and, and to to validate your genius zone the first is experience you know what kind of experience do you have in this field or in this skill mm -hmm. um you know are you a beginner intermediate and advanced and you know can you increase your experience you know and that's why if you start early yeah. you can you can build on that 
The second validation is really on the passion. Like, is this something that you're going to be excited to get up in the morning to do? You know, you certainly don't want it to be um, a drudgery um, affair. So you want to have high passion um, for your genius zone, which then becomes your encore career. The third area that you want to validate is your resources. Like what resources are required to launch this encore career based on this genius zone? You know, um, in my case, I had to go get, or I wanted to go get my accredited financial counselor of Canada. Right. It only took a year. It was only a couple thousand dollars. There was, you know, a low barrier for me in terms of getting that genius zone to the place I needed to be. And then the fourth area that you want to validate is the profitability. Again, this may not be as important uh, for some people as it is to others, but if you're relying on this encore career to generate maybe near income that you were working, you know, in your previous career, then you're going to want to make sure that there's a market for your service. You're going to want to make sure that you have the ability to reach that audience. So it's really important to evaluate uh, your genius zone before, you know, launching in on it uh, with a lot of time and effort. I love it. Um, these are all really good points. And these are conversations inside the Align AF community, which is my community that I have for entrepreneurs, soon to be entrepreneurs. So again, if you're in your corporate job right now and you're thinking everything that we're talking about is making sense and you're like, I don't have a plan for that, this could also be a really great time to join the Aligned AF community because then you can be working and being part of some of the master classes, hearing from other entrepreneurs, having these conversations with us about what is it gonna take and use that time wisely. Even if you're not thinking, like, I'm gonna launch my business in two years or five years. It's like, have that runway space. Well, and I just wanna give a shout out, Brenda. Uh, the Aligned AF community is Finn Smart approved. <laughs> Anyone who's listening, you honestly should be joining our community because it is a community. I'm part of it. And why is that? That's supposed to be a thumbs up, people. Thumbs up. Um, so, so I just want to say, um, check out Brenda's community. And I know you're offering a free trial, but it's it's just a wonderful way to meet like-minded like-minded women who are on their entrepreneur journey. Yeah. So. Little plug for there. Um, let's go into this retirement conversation. So what are some of the trends, facts? You've already mentioned like that Deloitte survey where some Canadians are sitting, um, you know, not really in the best space and not, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that from a judgment place if you feel like you're one of those Canadians or anywhere in the world for that matter. But um, uh, what do you think are, you know, some of those challenges around retirement that we should be thinking about right now? Well, I think a lot of people don't really plan for retirement. I think there's almost 54% of people that just really don't have a plan. And there is a field called lifestyle planning, you know, and again, it's across, you know, different elements. So the first thing we all need to think about is how are we going to maintain our health mm -hmm. in retirement? Right. I mean, health is the ultimate wealth. So me personally, you know, I'm playing pickleball. <laughs> if you haven't started, get out there on the court. It's amazing. And it is not just for senior citizens. It's for people who want to have a great workout and, and socialize at the same time. So, you know, all of us have to be thinking about these things. So number one is health. The second thing is time. I mean, if you're not going to a nine to five or if you don't have any um, career or business or employment, how are you going to use your time? You know, are you going to volunteer? Are you going to, you know, join a, a, a group that plays crib? Are you going to, you know, travel a lot? You know, 
again, there's a lot of time to fill there. So you really want to be clear as to how you're going to do that. The third piece is your social connections. You know, we hear so much about loneliness as we get older and it's a lot of effort, you know, to maintain friendships. Let's be real. I mean, these are not things that don't happen without effort and initiative. So, you know, be really clear on who's in your, in your tribe. You know, I, I'm always about staying aligned with people who are positive. I don't want to be around Debbie Downers. I want to be around those people who, you know, have similar interests and raise me up, you know, are part of my girl gang. So again, really think about who is in your social circle and how you can develop new um, connections. And then the fourth place is really about personal development. You know, there are some people who are lifelong learners and it's just natural to them. Um, for all of us, for everyone else, so, you know, again, go into your genius zone. What do you like? You know, what brings you um, joy and excitement? And then drill down into it. We all know about chat GPT, obviously Google University, there's podcasts, there's Coursera, there's online courses. There's so much opportunity to develop knowledge and thought leadership that I encourage everyone to just pick up something and, and go with it because that's another piece of aging, right? You want to keep your brain active. You want to keep, um, you know, something that you can talk about with other people, like being a conversationalist. Like if you're not expanding your mind, then I think your, your, your mind is closing. Yeah. It, it is the expression, use it or lose it for, I think a lot of the <laughs> right use your health use your body move your body um you know be engaged in the relationships that are important to you and activate your brain keep learning and and reading is good but i think again reading can be sometimes passive yeah and reading or learning with others right being engaged in it signing up for a workshop and we're talking about like business entrepreneurship this week so yeah learn about chat gpt all those things that can help um you speed up your business and be more effective in it but also take other classes like you learned how to do pickleball i'm really interested in learning how to do photography um you know and and stimulate your brain in other different areas, right? Meet people, build other types of relationships. I know when I join my photography group, I'm going to meet other people that I've never even thought about meeting because I'll be in different types of circles. So I think that's really important. Um, I'm just going to go into the comments here. So I saw April, she said, where do we find the group? So I think I'm you're putting it in. Oh, right now. I'm okay. putting your website. It's brendarigney.com. Oh. Check it out. <laughs> um, actually just correction. There's no, it's in my, in my website. It's just oh. Brenda brendarigney.com. No offense. Thanks. <laughs> so you can go to brendarigney.com or you can also just go to the link in bio and in Instagram and you'll find a link to the community page there. And just, you know, the community is $5 a month or $60 for the year. And as Tanya mentioned, the first 14 days are free. So you can try it out. You can go to a masterclass. You can check out the portal. You can sign up for a course. Uh, there's lots of things you can do over 14 days just to check it out. And then if you don't want to come back, you don't have to come back but it's $5 a month or $60 for the year. So, and it's a great way to like, you know, if you are an entrepreneur already and you want to scale your business, grow your business, we talk about that. But also if you want to start up a business and you want to kind of get through all the things that you need to get through, um, we talk about that too. So it's a great place to, and, but the most important thing I think that Tanya mentioned is, is that community piece, talking mm -hmm. to entrepreneurs. So if you want that vibe, if you want to be a part of a community to talk about business, entrepreneurship, with women, that's a great place to hang out.
Thanks for putting it in the chat, I promise. Uh, thank you. So if you have questions for Tanya, please put them in the comments or ask a question. Um, we'd love to be able to answer uh, anything that you have questions about there. Um, yeah. Let me go. Yeah. Let me just share a stat yeah, while you think of the question. I just wanted to let your uh, viewers and listeners know that one of the things that we have to come to terms with as women is that 90% of married women are going to be responsible for their financial affairs for an average of nine years as the result of divorce or the loss of a spouse. Mm -hmm. So when you think about your retirement plan, you really need to start with where are you today? And if you don't have transparency in your relationship with your significant other with regards to your investments, where are they? What are they? That is going to put you at a significant disadvantage when you get to that point of having to manage your affairs. Mm. So please take those steps to find out where your investments are. On an individual level, you should be knowing what your contribution uh, room uh, rates are for your uh, registered accounts like your tax-free savings account and RSP. Those you can find on your CRA account. So if you're not sure, but if you've never contributed to a tax-free savings account, for example, as of right now, you will have $95,000 in available room. So that's a good chunk of change that you can be um, investing inside your TFSA to, to generate uh, tax-free growth um, right into retirement. So please check those out. And of course, if you have any questions about it specifically, um, drop them in the chat. Yeah, um, I think that's a really good point. And I want to stress or underline, do it now. Don't wait until you're in your 70s and your partner has just passed away and you have no idea, you know, and also it's overwhelming, right? So you've got the loss of your partner that you're dealing with and now you're realizing, hey, we didn't necessarily do what we needed to do around our investments. And I still have like another 10, 15 more years on the planet and I've got to now make this work for myself. But also cognitively, it's just like overwhelming to kind of deal with that. I'd much rather deal with that now at 55 than having to deal with that at 75. Um, so, and I, and I see some of my friends helping their parents out with that and it's, it's a struggle or, or a solo parent, right? That's just lost um, their, other, their other partner. So I think mm -hmm. do it now. You've got the time and the runway to also course correct any things, but also give yourself that break that you can sort of, you know, you've got a plan in place to sustain your, your living. Yeah. I just, um, on that point, Brenda, I know I'm offering up a complimentary call yes. with anyone who would like to, you know, maybe just have a quick conversation about their status in their financial life. And I know you'll be posting that link, but you know, I'm always available to chat. You know, that's, part of my mission is to help you master your money. So I, I look forward to chatting with people who, who would like to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Yeah, so all of our speakers this week in the virtual summit are giving away generously a freebie. So for some, it might be a, a document, a recorded masterclass or a podcast, something that you know is gonna be of value to every listener that's chiming in. Um, and Tanya has graciously given an hour of support time for a call that you can sign up with her and talk about any questions that you have, like even just that question that you're, you know, that um, statement that you gave about, you know, if you haven't been contributing to your TFSA in Canada for Canadian residents, you've got 95,000 that you could start investing in tax-free investment 
account. So um, that can go a long way when you're thinking about planning out for your retirement. So talk to Tanya about that. What does that look like? And I think that's a great place to sort of start a conversation if you've never thought about that yet or you and your partner haven't considered that. Uh, so that I think is a really great offer that people should take uh, advantage of. And then what um, is the advantage of just working with a financial coach, someone like yourself? Well, everyone can benefit from financial coaching. I've worked with people in all life stages and circumstances across Canada, and there's always something that they can improve or optimize when it comes to their money and whether it's how they spend, save, borrow, invest. The real power comes from, you know, that objective lens. You know, I don't sell any products. I'm not interested in, um, you know, whatever other financial institutions are doing. I'm interested in your best interest. So number one, you have a trusted objective resource in a financial coach. The other thing is that we're going to help you navigate financial challenges and opportunities. You know, you're not going to get that from a financial advisor. So if you're struggling to pay off uh, debt, you know, or working with the CRA or whatever, I'm going to help you navigate that. Um, I'm also going to bring awareness to your financial life. It's amazing how so many people have not um, created a net worth statement for themselves, mm -hmm. which is basically a statement of assets and your liabilities. And people, your net worth is really the most important indicator of your retirement readiness. You know, we are going to need some accumulated wealth in retirement to, you know, support our standard of living and our lifestyle. So that's a really important um, thing to have. And that's something I take all of my clients through. So it's, it's a very empowering process to go through because I'm guiding you. And as we know, finances can be overwhelming. Where do I start? What do I do? Well, leave that to me. I will get you on that path and make it really uh, simple because it is about baby steps. I'm not about trying to overwhelm you. <laughs> and again, if you want to have a call with me, I can take you through uh, the process that I have developed, which is a proven, you know, um, path to success. And I call it the Fin Smart Formula. <laughs> it's all about bringing the A game to your finances. Uh, I'm totally excited by this prospect of people that will jump off this call and sign up to work with you and create these opportunities and their family and and I also think as business owners if you understand the wealth that you are able to generate now that can also educate you inform you about where you can take your business and you know and I, I also think like with women especially it's been proven out um, that when women get access to more wealth more opportunities to make money they give back and they impact more in their communities so you know I want to create those those avenues, those vehicles for women to do that. That's why I bring people like Tanya into the community, talk to my members in the community, but also in the summit this week at school. And this is the organization and I want to be able to help other parents with children with learning disabilities and, and they're, they're, you know, solving that situation for them. So I just think that that's also tied into the wealth pieces. Like how can we have a bigger impact in the communities that we're serving by understanding what we're contributing to and what we're generating. Yeah. And and philanthropy is a great, uh, Brenda, that is important for us to give an opportunity. And there's a lot of um, tax advantages to um, charitable giving, which some people may not be aware of. And that's another thing that I can talk to you about. Um, 
you know, it's, uh, there's a lot of people out there who are, you know, gifting money through their estate, you know, to help others. And I think that's something we should all be considering. Love it. Um, Tanya, what about a question uh, regarding inheritances and, you know, generational wealth, right? Like, I think this midlife, this sort of sandwich generation, Gen Xers, whatever we want to call ourselves that are in this space right now, we've got our boomer parents that might still be living. Uh, and we've got our uh, millennial Gen Z children that are in sort of the pipeline around this wealth that we could be generating. What's, you know, what are some things that you're sort of observing in that space? Because I think that's something also as Gen X women, midlife women that we need to be considering is we may be also inheriting yeah. money. And then we've also got a legacy that we can pass forward to this next generation. One tip I want to share with everyone is with regards to the inheritance, because I actually had a client uh, touch base with me and she was almost in tears. She had received a large inheritance from her mother mm -hmm. and she was then going through a divorce and she was really fearful that her inheritance was now gonna be lost um, to her husband. So here's the deal on inheritances in Canada. When you receive a gift of money from your parents, whether they're alive or not, uh, um, an inheritance is your asset until you put it into a matrimonial asset. So it's very important that if you are receiving a sum of money, that you keep that in your name, okay? You don't put it in a joint account, a joint asset. Otherwise you will lose um, essential sole ownership because in a divorce, inheritances are excluded from the estate, you know, that's to be divided. However, you know, if you do put it into a matrimonial home, for example, say you receive an inheritance of $50,000 or a gift from your parents uh, towards a home and you are in a relationship, common law or otherwise, you'll want to have a prenuptial agreement because if that inheritance goes into a matrimonial asset or a joint asset, then the other person will have claim to 50% of that. So it's just a, a place of protection, you know, 46% of relationships end you know, and whether divorce or just end. And I always like to say, you know, if Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt can get divorced or if Phil and Melinda Gates can get divorced, right. we can all get divorced. So it's really not realistic to think that you are not at risk of a, a relationship breakup. So I, I just encourage you to protect yourselves because the data also shows that women will typically uh, reduce their wealth or their standard of living by 40% as a result of divorce. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that also carries forward into the next generation. So again, if you are, you know, potentially going through a divorce and there's kids involved, all, you know, all those things, right. It's like, it just, uh, it can sometimes deplete what they get access to afterwards. So yeah, it's so important to have uh, access to family law, legal advice. It will vary by province. Mm -hmm. You know, so you want to be current on what's relevant where you live. And again, using foresight. I always say when you're fin smart, you use foresight because uh, hindsight ain't going to get you anywhere. So make sure when you're dealing with a financial uh, issue, concern or challenge that you're doing that research. You're asking the questions. You're reaching out to someone like me or another trusted source, because that is how you're going to you know, protect yourself from any costly financial mistakes. I love it. So. Tanya, where can people find you? And we already know how they can work with you as a financial coach and educator, but um, where can they find well, you? My website is finsmart.ca. 
also, you can get all of my contact information there. Obviously, I'm on Instagram, <laughs> Get Fin Smart. I'm on Facebook, Get Fin Smart. Um, you can also email me, Tanya at finsmart.ca. And if you want to book a call with me, you can do so at getfinsmart.as.me. All right. And we'll make sure that we have that link in my stories today. So you can go check it out. Uh, sign up for an hour of financial coaching with Tanya. Ask your questions. Decide if you want more of that. I think it's going to be an awesome opportunity for you to get into that. Who's giving the thumbs down? <laughs> this is amazing. I don't know. I, I don't like that feature. I don't like it. I like, I like that. You know, I don't, that feature doesn't make sense to me, but um, I also just want to give a little quick shout out if you don't mind while we're on, on online here, you know, one of the things about your finances, people always say, I wish I had started earlier. Okay. So give the gift of financial education to your kids. I am going to be hosting a power hour of personal finance knowledge wisdom and best practices on february 22nd and february 25th and you can find information on that in my link in bio um, i'm just going to put up the link to the event bright but it's honestly some of the best information that you can give your children which i'll be giving your kids and i invite you to watch it as a family so check out Financial Smarts for Young Adults. Uh, the tickets are available on Eventbrite and you can find me at uh, getfinsmart.eventbrite.ca. But I'd love to have you out there because we know that kids are still not taught this important topic in school and more than ever, they need to be set up for financial success. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great thing. I saw it come through today in my email, so I'll take a look at it after my last call today, which is with you. Awesome. So Thank you everyone for being on here today live, asking your questions. It's been awesome to be a part of this. If you have more questions from Tanya, you can go and reach out to her um, at our Instagram handle, which is one more time. Get fin smart. There you go. And make sure that you sign up for your hour coaching session with Tanya. Tanya, it's been awesome having you on here today. Thank you so much, Brenda. Mad love to everyone out there and we'll hope to see you in the Aligned AF community. Yeah, absolutely. Take care, everyone. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, April. Thanks, Chantel. It's great to have you all here. Bye, Tanya. See you soon.